I'm sorry, I'm so weird. Um, anyhow, tour dates. You know, I'm coming. You know, <laughs> what the f Craig? September 6th, Batavia, Illinois. September 7th, Cleveland, Ohio. I just farted. <laughs> oh, dates. Uh, so I just added September 8th and 9th, Toronto. Toronto. Just added yesterday. Get the nut. Huh? What the f Mm, almost got September 15th, Yuma. September 19th, the Greensboro, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, St. Louis, Westport. Uh, somebody said, that's not. Whatever. St. Louis area. <laughs> Westport. I'm trying not to cuss. I caught two of them. It's real hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm going everywhere. Tickets, CraigConit.com. Check me out. I love you. You're showing up to shows. You're saying hi. You're buying my little T-shirts. You're supporting the cause, and I appreciate it. And it is that is what's up. We we are winning, baby. And uh, today's guest is the extremely funny Kenny Flores. Ken Flores. I don't know why I said Kenny. Whatever the fuck he wants. The <laughs> motherfucker's funny as shit. Um. And yeah, I just uh, yeah. Check it out. We get down. We talk about some crazy shit. Some cocaine days. You know, we're not proud of it, but it happened. And it's good to talk about it because then, you know, we change and we grow up and stop doing cocaine. <laughs> Anyways, I love you all. Tune in right now. My man, Ken Flores, very funny mofo. Peace. I know, bro. Almost killed me. I was in the hospital all week. Oh, shit. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Or no, if yeah, you don't want can, to. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm here to save your life, bro. Yeah, this is no this is an intervention, bro. <laughs> I'm here to save Stoner Jesus. What's up, fool? First of all, you are a man. I'm a new fan. You are funny as fuck, bro. I've been dying at your clips. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're a roaster. You remind me of my family. We just be roasting each other. I think that's where it comes from, though, for real. You know, like as far as like, cause you're you're Mexican, right? Yeah, I thought yeah. you were L.A. That's why I was like, you L.A. You're like, no, I'm Chicago. I was like, are you sure? Yeah, Chicago. <laughs> I, I picked up the name because I used to come out here like every like like for like, eight years. I've been coming out here. I used to just like go to the store and just hang out. Like before, I was a comic and shit, and I was like, man, I need to move to. LA. Late, but at that time I was like open mic I couldn't even afford that shit yeah and then uh, finally you know when we started going on the road and shit I was like nah I need to be in LA cause you get in the spots you know at the improv and shit like that and I mean even though it's like no money you still gotta you still show gotta face you gotta do it it's cracking it, exactly so I, and I, that's what I wanted to be like I always wanted like I was a big fan of comedy so I always wanted to be like part of like the I mean, obviously, you know, back when, like, Rogan was at the store and shit yeah. like that. Like, I always wanted to be part of that. And now as I'm kind of getting my foot in the door, and it's kind of like, damn. Bro, it's all happening. You're funny as fuck, I mean, fuck, just dude. to be on this fucking podcast is a fucking crazy, you know? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Uh, it's, and you're it's blowing insane. up, and you're selling tickets. That's the best part, man. And that's what's up, bro. And now, you're going to get Hollywood, but the beautiful part about being your man of your own volition, selling tickets, just independence, is you don't need anything. Yeah, the dog. Like yes. I don't, I didn't come with no expectations to Hollywood. You know, like some people come out here and like dying to get like an agent or dying to get like you know representation. And like to me, that shit was like, I didn't even give a fuck because it's like I'm already selling tickets. Like even if I just do one nighters for the rest of my life, 
that like that's we already winning. more money than yeah. than like I've ever made at a job. So when I got you know I just actually pick, got picked up by agency last week and management and shit like all that shit is extra to me though. It's like there's but no that, real there, to me. I don't feel like I don't feel like it's shit really because it's like bro the most imp- I can't believe that people come see me. I hope you can see that's why it's working out for you though. It's that that uh that shit I preach about and try to practice. It, it's just like oh I don't need it. I'm cool, but I'll uh, but yeah I'll take it. You know right? Yeah. Like you didn't anybody trying. I want a manager. I want an agent. I want I want. It. They don't get it. But you're like ah whatever. And then blue. That's the whole point, <laughs> bro. Yeah, like I was like. I was like, like I, I mean, not to f- I feel like if I say it, it comes off wrong, but it's not even that. It's just that I was so chill. Like, I'll be skipping meetings. I had like meetings with like with WME, and I was like, oh, I can't make it, just because I was like irres- not irresponsible, but it was just like it wasn't like important to me. Now, like that, I'm getting like the gaze, and I was like, oh yeah, I should have, <laughs> should have took it out a while ago. But oh, I fucked up. But but it's kind of it's kind of like cool. That know? was a TV show. I feel like I'm already like like I mean again, that's why I'm a big fan of you because you talk about the dark st- times in your life shit that happened that was bad and you to turn it around and be a successful comic. That's why I love you. And I love people like Felipe Sparza as well. That kind of have the similar background that, that let you know it's possible to f- switch your life you around. I love you too. And I love him for that exact reason too. Cause I, he's public about it. I'm not, yeah, putting him on no, blast. Of course not. he was a drug addict pretty bad and now he's not. And now he's a fucking millionaire doing what he loves. And that's my whole point. Like if he could do it, you could do it. If I could do it, you could do it. If he, it's, it's just, Robert Downey Jr. was a heroin addict, all right? <laughs> I mean, he's got a little bit more talent than me. I, I'm honest. But, you know, I'm just saying, if he can, do, you can do it, motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Like man. that character. You can do it. Like, I even when I joined, I was just such a bad cokehead, like a regular Mexican cokehead, like just buy a 24-pack of Modelo's on Friday and an eight ball and just kick it in the garage all weekend. But then I started getting into comedy because I was like, I want to get away from drugs. Coming to find out everybody in comedy is fucking drug addicts, you know? Yeah. I, was like, I was like, fuck, you know? <laughs> now there's like coke at the mics and shit. It's like... At open mics? Yeah. Motherfuckers, wait till you're successful. That's what I'm saying. What are you doing? Like, I was on a race to like, I was on a race to kill myself. Not literally, but like... like Self-destructive self- patterns. Exactly. Hey, me too, dog. Game recognized <laughs> game. Exactly, you know? And, and it was like, now that shit started to work out, I was like... Fuck. I gotta, like, get, I gotta get my shit together. What the fuck? I was just in the house. I, I, I had never been to the, like, I never had no medical stuff, even though I'm a big motherfucker. And I've been doing, I was doing coke for like, you know, already like 12 years. I'm only 27. So like every weekend. And then now as a comic, it's almost become like an everyday thing. And I, I had, I went to That's the hospital. That's why you were late, huh? It's no, all no, no. Coming out. I'm just kidding, bro. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I got out the hospital Saturday, bro. I was in the hospital for a week because I had blood clots in my lungs. Because of the cocaine use, because of the yeah being unhealthy. So now, like the doctor, they were like, they were trying to give me one of those life vests that shocks me and shit. Like, in my case, like my heart goes like down a certain. Yeah. But I was like, fuck that. I think I'd rather die than wear that shit, fool. But regardless, I was like, um, now I gotta fucking fix my life. Like, nah, bro, we'll take you to the jungle. We'll go to Mexico. We'll get you on a juice cleanse. You'll come a, out Namaste. We get a BBL. <laughs> you get, get a BBL. Your dick will grow four inches. <laughs> oh, I need that. Eat that papaya root. <laughs> 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 no, but that's it. Just one day at a time, too, man. I know how hard it is. I struggle with drug. I'm quitting weed again, and it literally, I, I fucking want to kill myself. Dang, are you already on a roll? No, um, <laughs> day one, homie. Yeah, right, but right. I made up my mind. Yeah. I made up my mind. That's good. How long did you go back to that? I'm I'm a 
so weed I've been on for two years, and uh, I'm a, I'm off of narcotics and alcohol for ten years. Actually, August tenth, it just passed. I didn't really promote or post or whatever, just because I smoke weed and it feels weird. I don't say sober. I'm sober from alcohol and narcotics, but yeah, uh, ten years, two years with weed. And I don't know how to have a healthy relationship with it. I'm a glutton. It's just go, you know. And and, and and I've said this a million times. Like, weed's fine. But my whole shit is, I, I said this before. I, like, I don't want to be fine. I want to be great. Yeah. You know, and weed, it, it just makes me lazy, dog. Just fucking, that's you, the truth. There it is. You don't feel like there's a little bit of edge, though? Like, without the weed? Like, you don't feel like you need that, that's what i struggle with so much yeah. it is a medicine it does help me but then i immediately abuse it and then it's not a medicine and i make the analogy it's like motherfuckers weed is put here on this planet for you by god it is seed in this soil in the sun it is natural but just like medicine you're supposed to take aspirin once in a while not every day all day motherfuckers <laughs> You're not supposed to be sipping on Dimetap. You start hallucinating. <laughs> I know. I did it. You know? But that we ruin shit. It yeah. is fine, but I don't know how to do it. And that's my whole shit. And it's just fucking annoying having the hungry wolf that's always like, yeah, go bear back that hole. Yeah, go <laughs> sniff that shit. Go smoke that shit. Yeah. And it never is full. Yeah, portion control's always been my problem too. Yeah, <laughs> food. I'm addicted to food. I gotta, like, I'm literally addicted. Like, there was times where now I'm trying to watch everything, obviously, you know, because of my health. But there's times where, like, like I will catch myself eating just because I was bored. You know, like it's just like I'm, I'm gonna eat because there's food. You know, even when I went, when I moved out, when I was living by myself, um, like it was just I'll buy groceries and then I'll finish all the groceries like in a fucking day. <laughs> I'd be like, damn, I don't got shit for the rest of the week, but I was eating just because it was there, you know? I have a fridge. It's full. Yeah. I'm the same way with drugs. Well, if the jar's full, yeah. we better get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> Night's not over till it's Are you over. sure you're not my family? Bro. Dude, my my whole family, my mom, they all struggle with the, the food and my grandpa's Mexican restaurant was called El Gordo's, not because he was skinny, you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's just it's just hard, man. Yeah, definitely is. I got a. I also. I mean, I never say it's a family thing with the drug use, but I have an uncle who's a, who's a, like a functioning crackhead, you know. And he, I live with him right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not helping. No, definitely it's hard to get clean. <laughs> definitely not. No, I came home from the hospital on Saturday, and he gave me, welcomed me with a beer. He's like, "Here, man." I was like, "I don't think I'm so supposed you're like, to have that." You're like, "Uncle, you don't get it, man." Yeah, I was like, "I'm dying here, <laughs> man." Yeah, but, but uh, he—it was funny because he—he's actually the same person that gave me meth for the first time, on uh, accident, bro. Like I remember, I remember being out here and getting drunk with him, and we were just playing corridos like a, like Mexican music and shit. And uh, there was—they just kept referencing to cocaine, and every time they referenced to cocaine, we would just look at each other. And eventually, we just broke the ice. I'm like, "What's up? You got some?" Yeah. He's—I was like, "I got some." He's like, "Let me get a bone." I was like, "Fuck it." So we started doing coke, and we ran, and when I ran out. I sent him for more because he was from here. I'm, I was visiting from Chicago, and that motherfucker came back with meth, bro, but he didn't tell me. He just gave me a bump, and I took it. That shit hurt the shit out of my It hurt my face like somebody punched me, bro. And I was like, hey, man, what did you give me? He's like, oh, it's kri-kri. And I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, oh, it's crystal meth. Like, it's crystal meth mixed with cocaine. I was like, why didn't you just get the fucking cocaine? I gave you 200 bucks for an eight ball. He's like, yeah, man, they didn't have any more. 
He's like, we got extra strong. Oh, like, you didn't fucking act like you just made an executive decision and said, "Fuck it, we're all gonna do methods this weekend." And I was like, my budget, my budget was, I would come out here with like eight hundred bucks, like a, a two weeks paycheck, just to like you know have fun. So then I'd be like, well, that's two hundred bucks out of my budget. So either I'm not gonna do it, and the money goes gonna go waste. Well, I'm going to do that shit. Bro, I ended up doing that shit. The oh. whole bag of meth, bro. I fucked the prostitute in Van Nuys. <laughs> it was fucking... It was fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> That's a fucking party, bro. Bro, in the hey, RV. Man. In the hey. RV. With her kid in the living room with the RV. <laughs> crazy as fuck, bro. I mean, I regret it, but it was... I didn't even come. She just sucked my titty for like... 20 minutes because my dick was flaccid because I was off so much meth. Yeah, that happens. But anyways, that's so funny, bro. Yeah, we. we that's my roommate. <laughs> we, it's a, that sounds like one of my stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my uncle fucking bamboo. Mine was a cousin, though. No, yeah, it's, it's my, my one of my uncles quit cocaine and got on speed. And then it was the 80s, you know, it was different. <laughs> and uh, he's like, yeah, it got worse. I'm like, yeah, no kidding, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no shit. <laughs> My Uncle Gus was a pool hustler. I make jokes about him, but it's just funny. He he had a tortilla factory and Mexican restaurants, and he sold that shit to get capital, get money to become a street hustler. And the whole punchline is like, Gus, you did it backwards. <laughs> what are you doing? Got rid of the business and yeah. start hustling. Yeah, all these gold chains. He showed my cousins his pistol, and they're they're gangsters from down the way. And my dad would call him out like, what are you doing? He pointed at my daddy. And he's and then my dad's like, you're an asshole. And I was like, this was a Christmas party, bro. This was a Christmas party. <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> That's why I keep asking. Like, are we related? <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, just fun, though. I, I it, You know, obviously, it's dark times. I enjoy shit like that because I like to make fun out of fucked up, horrible situations yeah. to then be like, we're all fucked up. We're all fucked up. Now, let's try to get better. As opposed, you know, yeah. let's try to get him off meth and out of the trailer park, getting his chichi sucked by hookers. Let's get- <laughs> it wasn't even a trailer park; it was just the Costco parking lot. <laughs> it got even better, bro. Oh my god, dude! He's, he's like, it was. It was in a tough shed. Yeah, <laughs> we were on the lot, bro. <laughs> I got out after someone tried to buy the shed while we were in it. Bro, I got a slice of pizza afterwards. Yeah, bro. we told the kid I thought you were lookout, fool. What are you doing out there? <laughs> You're gonna make me share a story I haven't really shared. One time Shit. I was doing direct T V installations and I was all drug addict and all coked up and I was on an all nighter and you know when you just party all night and just go to work on cocaine and alcohol and and oxycontin and weed and stuff. And then I, I saw a street hooker and she gave me the eyes. And I was about to go install a direct TV dish. And I was like, okay. And then, uh, yeah, it just happened right there in my direct TV truck, right on the street. Nice. The whole world to see. And, uh, <laughs> and it was dark days, dude. It was dark days. Did they ever find out? No, just oh, me. Yeah. I never told anybody until right. right now. <laughs> some some stuff you keep close to your chest, bro. True, but true. you inspired me to share the dirty <laughs> deeds. But that's it makes good. you change, though. That's the fucking point. Like, obviously, I didn't really. I mean, I know I did that. I it was definitely severely cocaine induced. And keep yeah. in mind, this is like 15, 20 years ago. I'm old, dude. And uh, 
yeah but the point is like out of dark comes something good like hopefully maybe, a fat maybe, nut a fat nut <laughs> <laughs> yeah at least I busted <laughs> god that's so dark <laughs> don't yeah. do drugs don't do hookers clean your life up yeah message from us to you <laughs> yeah, for real well, it's I, I once again I love talking about this shit because more people relate to this shit and they're like, oh, they're real. Yeah, what am I of gonna course. say? I went to church. I did. None of it sank in, <laughs> bro. I the worst. I remember. I remember. Uh, I've never been. I've never caught a criminal charge because of cocaine. I've been so lucky. I've gotten pulled over with it so many times though. One time I was in a, one, one time I was in a drive-through at McDonald's. It was a Christmas Eve morning. A Christmas Eve like uh, morning, as in like past midnight. Uh, but it was we were out late or whatever, and we my homie had my homie he was uh, wasn't installing Directv but he was doing insulation, so he would go in people's homes and he found this fucking BB gun but it didn't have like an orange tip so it looked like a real gun, and he stole it from the house like a fucking junkie he was, and he picked me up and then we ended up uh, drinking all night doing coke and I had an eight ball on me and we went to McDonald's because that's how fucking fat we are we're like we're the fucking cokeheads that do coke and still eat you feel me like dude, we're different but yeah. we, we went yeah. to I, I said that before in a rant. Oh, yeah, I, I said, yeah, yeah. If you can eat on cocaine, you've been doing it too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we got used to it. That's, it's true. Because after 10 years, you're like, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> For real, dude. Does it affect you? Eight ball and a cheeseburger. Yeah, jaw stops locking. Jaw doesn't even lock anymore. You just get hungry, dog. Oh, my God. This is funny. And, and uh, we, we pulled up to the McDonald's, and this dude was all fucking coked out. He fucking ordered with his gun now, bro. Like, with the gun pointing at the fucking menu. Oh, God. Bro, we had the swats around us. Of course. And they fucking pulled us over. You know, they stre- they stretched our shit. But the the point of the story is I had an eight ball and it was open. And I put it in my waistband when I saw the cops. And, bro, when they were searching me, they knocked it down. So, bro, they, did, they never found it. But my whole ball sack, everything was covered in cocaine. <laughs> You're like, like, that's baby powder. It, bro, it that's was baby like. Powder. They it, went like this. Uh, Bro, <laughs> well, 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 you know, as a cokehead, bro, when I went to the bathroom after they fucking pulled us over, yeah. told my homie's car, I just cleaned all that shit with my nails and ate that shit, bro. I was, that's real cokehead shit, bro. Like, you got your buddy <laughs> sniffing your nuts, but, but no homo. Come sniff my, my nuts. <laughs> now, now, now that I think about it. There's it's, something in my pubes, bro. You missed the spot. <laughs> yeah, at 5 a.m., somebody's scraping my nuts. You feel me? Like... But it Holy was disgusting, shit. bro. <laughs> but, 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 but that's yeah. That's... I remember eating in my low days, eating like a coke booger. <laughs> you know, my favorite. Nah. in the morning. Put a little. <laughs> I can't do this. I'm fucking. I be throwing okay, too up much, too much. Okay, wait, one more cocaine story. <laughs> yeah, nah, did I course. tell my story of Mexico? Me and my buddy went down there. It's been a while. It's been a long time. All right, let's do that one. So me and my buddy were going to the Angels game. And my dad like said like, hey, I got free tickets and they're like good seats. So I was like, fuck yeah. So I hit on my buddy and he we we used to party, you know. And uh and then we 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 get coolers of beer, this, that, drugs, and we go to the Angels game and as I'm pulling into the stadium, I go, We didn't get the tickets. <laughs> and we're like, fuck and we're already there and, and then and it was kinda like a, a machismo guy thing where I was like, fuck it, let's go to Mexico and he's like, Fuck it, let's go. And then none of us backed down, even though we didn't really want to go. You know, it was kinda <laughs> like a dick measuring contest, like, I'll fucking go, I'll fucking go. Yeah. And then we went 
And we crossed the border and we both looked. We're like, I can't believe we just did this shit. I'm like, I didn't really want to, but nobody was pussing out. <laughs> And we went to TJ and Rosarito and 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 uh, 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 Puerto Nuevo. That's my white side coming in right there with that accent. <laughs> I'm sorry, I try my best. Hey man, look up my grandma if you think I'm bullshit. <laughs> Moria Lugo Soto <laughs> from Chihuahua. Anyways, uh, and the server, we buy lobsters and steaks and shit. We're eating like kings, and then the server was like cocaine, and we're like, what? And we're like, all right. And then he gave us some fire, and then we were done with that like that. God, and then we went searching the streets of Rosaritos and Papa some beers for. But this is like Tuesday, at like four p.m. There's nobody. We're just it's just me and him, and residents. And we're going down alleys. We're going up and and like up into rooms and bars with people, you know. And they're like, "Yeah, come with us." And we go. And then we just get more shit. And it was fire, and nothing bad happened. And we're going in like rooms, bro. Like we went up, a, like they closed the cage elevator up in here, and they're like, "These white boys want some blow." And they're like, "Who the fuck are they?" Oh, and I'm shit. like, ah, "I just want coke. I'm really, I'm a drug addict, man." And then they did, did. it was fine. And then we just sound up, like an independent movie. And yeah, shit, you know I mean? they didn't kidnap us. They knew I was a halfie, bro. <laughs> then I got, then we got lost. And this was a long time ago. No maps, no GPS. No cell phones. We had maybe a pager. And we're lost in Mexico at night, coked up. And no a white Ford Ranger. Dude, just lost. Just oh. driving the hills like, right, left, like guessing. Are you guys went with the car too? Huh? You guys took the car with you? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're in my uh, car. We're just driving the hills of TJ. Like, I don't know, bro. Mm -hmm. And we end up at this grocery store. And this family goes, like, they just can tell. We also have that sick look. Like, we we're, we fucked up. Sweating and shit. We were going to go to sleep in the back of my truck bed and try it in the, again in the daytime when we could see. And uh, and then this family saved our lives. They're like, what are you doing here? We're like, we're lost. We're on, we're on drugs. And then they, they took us to the border. And it, it was like like 30 40 minutes left right left left and i tried to give them money i tried and they wouldn't take none they just were good people and they just saved us and then we went and it was a quiet ride home we're just like this Fuck, know? Bro. Like, you know don't do drugs kids that's yeah, the message man. clean up your life that's badass though man it's like a like they, they, they really saved y'all like they that. did though good Fuck. people because we were just literally about to cry and go to bed in the back of my truck we had no money no nothing Fuck. we were just Fucked, lost, coked up, whiskeyed up, tequila'd up probably at that time. Yeah, people go missing like that. Fuck that shit, man. Yeah. We didn't even tell anybody, even that. <laughs> Nobody even knew we were fucking there. You got home, they're like, how's the Angels game? Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's good. Langosta. It's lobster in Spanish, I told you. I know Spanish, motherfucker. That's fucking crazy, bro. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Damn, dog. But that's, that's it's scary, but that's good that... I don't do that no more, and hopefully we'll get you not to. Do you remember the last time you did it? Cocaine? Yeah. Oh, shit. Shit, probably 10 years ago. When but you don't remember, like, the occasion. Like, it was like, oh, it was at my birthday party. I think it was my birthday party and the whole cousin thing. I guess my cousin tried to help me walk, and I was like, hey, come here. What's happening? I don't know. I don't like to talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it was one of those. One of those. Why do you think I'm sober, dog? <laughs> Anyways, people got problems. And uh, it's about acknowledging them and dealing with them and working on them. That's good, man. That's <laughs> fucking, man. 
We're all fucked up. At least I admit shit. Yeah, These yeah. fucking pussies out there. I'm fine. Oh, really? Probably cut your kid, psycho. Oh. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Like, every anybody who says they're perfect, like, yeah, right. Like, you know, we work with, I, he was my old coworker. We work with one that was always happy, and then every third month, just balling, balling. <laughs> like, we know, it's not feasible right. to be happy all the let it out yeah. yeah yeah just wild shit what else bro i'm a bad interviewer though i'm glad nah, you, man, we you're in the hospital twice or just once well twice for the same shit okay i was in the hospital the first time was in new york bro in uh in june i was in the hospital and um uh i went i went because i had like shortness of breath since like since like fucking since like april i lost my voice i was doing um one of my first headlining nights at Zany's in Chicago. Nice. And I had lost my voice that morning, and I was like, fuck. Like, I don't want to fucking... Like, I'm not going to cancel. I need the money. Like, I can't cancel. So I fucking did the... Sh- I did, it was two sold-out shows, and I did it with no voice, bro. But the people loved it, you yeah. know? Like, they still fucked with it or whatever. So that was that. And then from there, I was just starting to feel like shortness of breath. My voice kind of never really came back. And I did, like, a run of, like, Austin, a few different cities, and people were like... He was good, but he didn't have no voice. He still got clips that actually went pretty viral with the, no fucking voice. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, anyway, I ended up uh, doing an East Coast run with Renee Vaca, and we were going to do uh, Philly, Jersey, New York. And we did them, and then by the time we got to New York, we had five shows in New York. By the third show was a Saturday at 9 p.m. Um, I went on stage, bro, and I felt like I was just, I couldn't catch my breath. Like, I felt like I ran a mile type shit. Like, it was bad, bro. And when I was on stage, I was supposed to do, like, 30. I did, like, 15, bro. And I got off stage, and I was like, fuck this. Like, I need to go to the doctor. And I was supposed to fly to L.A. the next morning, so it was a straight flight from New York. But I was like, I'm not going to make it in the flight. Like, something's wrong with me, you know? And it, as, a, as, a, as a, I feel like as a man, you, it, it takes us a lot yeah. to get to that point, you know? But I was like, fuck that. I'm going to the hospital. So I Ubered from right there. Our guy, uh, Miles, who works at the Laugh Factory, if I know him. Oh, yeah. I love Miles. That's the man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he came with me. He was with us, so he came with me to the hospital. And uh, as soon as they checked my pressure, uh, my blood pressure, they fucking shut down the hospital that near, bro. Like, they brought in a whole team from the trauma. Damn. It was like some shit out of, like, Grey's Anatomy, bro. Like, real movie-like shit, you know? They, and that was my first time ever, so I was all scared and shit. They put the fucking the ventilator on me or whatever, the the, the bipac, or BiPAP mask or whatever. And then, um, yeah, like, they, they fucking started doing ultrasounds. Like, oh, it was crazy, like... Like they were, they were, they were making it more dramatic than it was. I, I mean, it, you're, you're like, I just thought I lost my voice. Yeah, what like, are you what doing? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Check bro. my throat. Yeah, like <laughs> they, they basically thought I was having like a heart attack. And the thing is that when I couldn't breathe, I, 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 I wasn't going to the doctor. I thought I'd find a quick solution, so I bought an over-the-counter inhaler, like at CVS, and it was uh, what it contained was this thing called epipephrine or something like that and that shit races your heart more oh no so so instead of like opening my lungs it just sped up my heart yeah on top of that i'm doing blow on top of that i'm drinking like i'm just like i'm like i'm about to die bro yeah and i'm not stopping until finally i couldn't breathe like i couldn't catch my breath i was like we were staying at a hotel bro i couldn't even go from the room to the lobby even if we were getting picked up in the front of the lobby that costing me a whole bunch that, and i'm a fat motherfucker but i was like i should be able to do that it's a beautiful thing in the sense is like i hope you know that was that's your wake-up call 
Definitely, definitely. Yeah. It, it, you're too it funny, was... bro. We we need you around forever to make these fucking jokes and roast these nurses. <laughs> Hell and shit. and, and <laughs> well, the first the first time, well, that was my first time at the hospital. So the thing is that obviously they told me like you gotta lay off the cocaine, you gotta lay off all the bullshit, and you know, and you, as you hear it, you're like, oh yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. But then you get out of there, and like that demon is like. But you feel good now. Like, you could go harder. Like, and that's what I fucking did. I went harder, bro. Like, because I had, from there, I flew to Chicago. I did Zany's Rosemont. I had, so that, that wasn't, that was, this just happened, like, in June. But it started since April when I first did Zany's in Old Town. It kind of all comes back to Zany's for some reason. Then I did Zany's. You and, gotta stop doing Zany's. Yeah, I know, yeah. right. Zany's, Zany's is a great club. Zany's fucking me up. <laughs> 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 then I did Zany's and Rosemont, bro. And from there, I had Miami Improv with Renee. So it was like, I never been to Miami, you know? Yeah. And then Miami is like cocaine town, you know? So we fucking went to Miami. And like the first thing, they were motherfuckers at the airport asking me if I needed coke. You feel me? Like, it was like that. So I got some before I even got um, to the, my hotel, bro, from, from the airport. And I, I hadn't even been home to LA. I, w- I went from the hospital to Chicago to do my shows. Then uh, to Miami to do those shows. So by the time I came back to LA, I was already on drugs and drinking again before I even made it home from the hospital. But um, from there, it only took me like, it only took me like, I mean, what is it, August barely? So it only took me like a month and a half to start feeling even worse than when I first went to the hospital. I was breathing in and my fucking upper back was hurting. I was spitting up blood. So at that point, I got scared for real. And that's when I, all the whole, again, with the whole agencies and all that shit happened. So I was kind of starting to like, be like, okay, this shit's kind of getting you serious. You got a bright, bright, bright future, man. Let's get this shit under. Yeah, man. Knock it off. You know what I'm trying to say. I went to the hospital in LA and right now I'm finally out. I picked up my meds this time because last time when I left New York, they gave me my meds and I never even picked them up. Mm. Like I just fucking, I don't know. I'm retarded, fool. But this time I got everything, dog. So. I'm I got I got it. some shaman too. You want a shaman down the way? I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, you're Mexican, like a like a, a a fool in the jungle that'll heal you naturally. Oh this shit! This fool will take your pulse and tell you your childhood. Shit! I got a I got an Indian fool, and a, I'll show you some Doctor Sebi clips. I probably should do something like that, man. Yeah, just to go to the jungle, bro. You need to cleanse, do a fast, get it right, cause yeah. you're too funny, bro. You're so funny. Thanks, bro. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. and everything's coming, and and cocaine will, you know, you know where that goes. Yeah, man, and then it's so cool to see like comics that like I look up to, and like at the clubs, and you see them walking around because you know they've been touring for years, and you see them walking around with their hot teas and shit. At first, I was like, that shit's gay, but then it's like, oh wait, if you want to be in this shit for years, you have to take you have care, to take of, care yourself. of yourself. You like, realize real quick that most of the crazy crackheads or alcoholics, there's not many of them because it's not sustainable. Yeah. There's like two that pull it off and the rest are a liability and a risk. It's yeah. not it's not the 80s anymore. Yeah, and that's my problem. Like when I, when I again, it had to kind of kind of do with that mindset where it was like, well, I'm already here. Like I shouldn't even be here. So it's already a celebration. So I was taking every set. Like every good set at, you know, at the improv or at the wherever, I, w- I, w- I was celebrating. I'm like, oh my God, I just performed and fucking Tony Rock went after me. Like, I'm like, what the fuck's going on? What is life? Yeah. But then eventually it's like, oh, this is my life. And, and if I want to stay in it, I got to stop fucking celebrating after every set. How about start some new, try some new bids, you we'll, know, we'll use it for what it's for, you know? We'll celebrate with some hot tea and some scones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. buddy. We'll clean it up. But I'm ready, though. I'm we ready. We got I, you, bro. I, I think the hardest part was to. 
make the realization and then make the want want to make the change. Now I want to do it. So dude, that's ninety percent of the battle. Yeah. Just acknowledging that you do have a fucking problem. Yeah. These people out there don't even admit shit. They'll be they'll be getting street hookers and won't admit it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I let people know. No wonder you're smiling in your marriage, Todd. Right. I seen you on the streets with me, bro. Yeah. But if, <laughs> and in the future, if I ever become successful, they're like, oh yeah, comedian Kevin Flores pulled over, had two hookers in his car, and I'm like, bro, y'all knew me. I said it. I did it before yeah. comedy. Right. I used to. I used to save up for this shit. You feel me? Like, <laughs> cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. What is it with cocaine and deviant behavior? <laughs> Never sober in my life, I was like, I'm gonna get a hooker. But on alcohol and cocaine, it is almost mandatory. <laughs> let me tell you. Bro. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> they go to they go Any together. Real bro. will agree with me too. No, no, <laughs> they go together like, yeah. like because you don't pepper, want cocaine and hookers. Because you don't want no regular bitch that <laughs> you want a hooker, you know, so you don't yeah. feel bad about it after. And a regular a regular girl on cocaine for too long, who do you think becomes the hooker? Yeah, that's too dark. Right? <laughs> that was too far. Anyway, a regular girl on cocaine starts talking around. about feelings and shit. Though that's not that's not cool. <laughs> What, catching feelings on cocaine? No, I'm saying a regular girl on cocaine too long. Like, yeah, eventually, like, by day two at the hotel, like, she starts talking about her feelings and her trauma, yeah. drama. And be like, I ain't trying to hear that shit. I got trauma, too. Get the hooker. Get the, yeah, hooker. Yeah. the hooker don't say shit. Are they we know your childhood fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know your child is fucked up. We just had sex in a bathroom at a bar. <laughs> oh, shit. That's so funny, man. Yeah, that's how powerful cocaine is. You can have sex in a bar bathroom with no fame. Yeah. That's you, crazy. But you know it's crazy because, like, as a Mexican, there's also a culture in cocaine with Mexicans. Like, all the tios will do it, you know, they'll key bumps. And, like, Mexicans will, like, get one on special occasions, like a bag, like on Christmas or the birthday. But they're not doing it every weekend. Like, like I feel like the new, I mean, new generation like myself or white motherfuckers, like, we try it and we just get hooked. Like, we have to have it at all times, no matter what. I got, like, my uncles who do it, like, every once in a while, and they're never, like, fiending for it. But they, it's just part of the, the, the culture. It is. It is it's, a, it's a weird thing. Yeah. It's like, how are you a functioning? How yeah. you just do that once in a while? And I never seen a fucking Mexican die of a fentanyl overdose. You know, that's white people shit, too. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> no Theo's ever like, oh, he fucking got a wrong bag. Like, no, nah, he was good forever. Cholesterol they just, got him. He just put a pepper in his ass. It wakes him up. <laughs> 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 that's the habanero right there oh my god that's funny dude anyway my bad yeah we should you should come to one of my parties man you gotta meet my family bro i Hell swear yeah. to god my cousins you can get <laughs> he said parties i just thought about cocaine right away i, was like, yeah. I know no yeah. i know they're crazy too my fucking cousins like can i bring my my pew, pew, to the to the club i'm like no <laughs> i was like i'm sober he's like oh my boy's got some shit and i'm like well no I'm like, yeah. what are you fucking getting you in free you ask me to bring your fucking pistol and an eight ball i'm like guys yeah it's fucking not the hood we're going to hollywood it's a little hood but you know wild boys wild boys yeah man i know like the first few like and at the, I ha i've had a few clips of uh that go viral because of cocaine uh, like uh, they speak about cocaine, so a lot of my fucking—I I mean, I don't like to call them fan base, but a lot of people that follow me, 
are cokeheads. So when we we do shows, like we do meet and greets or whatever, I always finish the meet and greet with at least two or three grams of coke on me from people. I never do it anymore, mm -hmm. but uh, but I, like it's like so hard you, not you, to. You go, hey Renee, test this shit out, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, I'm the tester. I don't want to die. <laughs> or sometimes I'll I'll make people test it, but like it's funny because like like all my like I'll have shows like at a haha, -ha, maybe I'll do like a one night or whatever, and then uh, like the bathrooms are just. Pack with co everybody doing cocaine, bro. Like, clubs, clubs kind of got the hang of it already. But they told me they're like, "Yeah, man, you're, you're everybody that fucks with you is a cokehead, but they spend a lot of money on drinks, so we don't mind." Yeah, bro. I was like, I bet. <laughs> That's so funny. Mine are just weed heads. It's the same thing, but I get a couple of ace of weed by the end of it. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, I won't smoke it. That's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's way safer, you know. Way safer. Yeah. Yeah, be careful, dog. Narcotics, man. That shit is crazy. I know, man. I'm. I mean, I don't know if I'm lucky or what, but I've never had some crazy shit like you know the shit that goes around with the fentanyl and all that. But there's been some times where I, I remember I remember I did a show in on on Ontario, and uh, this guy gave me a fat ass bag, bro. And I was doing it, and that shit was making like that shit was like putting a stop to me, bro. But like as a coquette, I would just waited out for like an hour. And then I'll go do it again. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing with my life over here, fool. Yeah, you are. But it's, it's I'm okay. done. I'm done. You're done. You retire. It's a process, too. I've done all that crazy shit. I took a bong head of Oxycontin and get dope sick and vomit. And then, and then just be just go to sleep. I'll be like, I'm going to sleep it off. And then sleep shit. for too long. Get woken up by your mom. You know, and you're just like, what shit. are you doing, bro? You're burning the candle at both ends. That's what you're doing. You're going to die. So get out get out you know but everybody not everybody but a lot of us do it like these stories are so common that's why i keep telling them because i keep getting the messages from my my homies my friends fan base whatever the fuck y'all are i love you is and, and and they just everybody not everybody but they, you know most people just want to get fucked up yeah man i heard this recently and it made me feel better it's okay to not be well adjusted when all this shit's going on. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not. It's okay not to be happy 100 percent of the time when there's war, this dirty water, fucking blah. You know what's next? Hawaii fi fires. You know it just never ends. So it's just okay. Just just try to get out though. You know. Yeah. The positive always. Yeah, man. It, it, it's real scary to see because I feel like uh, I've dealt with it in my family as well. You know, like with. Other, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've dealt with it within the family. Like I, I had a family member who was really addicted to Xanax, and I never got into the pills, so I can never really like, like talk to them about it. But at the same time, being the older sibling, you know, it's yeah, kind of like, pills or powders. It's the same thing. Yeah, you know, and I, well, I guess what I'm trying to get poison. at is like it, the thing that sucked the most was like not being able to try to guide someone because they know you're a fucking addict. Oh too. yeah, that too. that's the worst part. You know, it's like. Yeah, because I wish I could have helped this person. And, I mean, they did some crazy shit, too. It was almost like a comparison. Like, who fucked up the most in the family? Yeah. Like, I, they, like, this person, she fucking, uh, bro, she crashed my dad's whip. And then, like, a week later, crashed her shit. She totaled two cars in the family. Ooh, think so she's I, winning. I, I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, like, you're going back to back, bitch. You crazy as hell. It's my sister. I love her, but <laughs> yeah. But, but like, she was killing the game, bro. I was like, bro, you make me seem responsible, bitch. Like, <laughs> all I did was get my shit repossessed. But 
Yeah, she you know. No, I I was definitely that. I I owed credit card companies money. They'd call my aunts and uncles and try to shame me. Crashed my cousin Lulu's car drunk and cracked the radiator. Drove on the sidewalk and and her her side view mirrors went boom, you know, from the tree in the wall. She's like, my car almost crashed it into my own house, into my own house. Just, just, what else? Uh, just too many things, bro. Hell yeah. Um, no, I had another one. You inspire me so many stories. Just that. <laughs> Yeah, just wild family. Just like my cousins are nuts. Everybody's nuts. My yeah, they're fucking. We're all a little fucked up, man, all, for I'll, sure. For fuck, man. Yeah, wildlife. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. But I'm uh, I, I, I guess we're kind of both dealing with the same thing. It just I'm I have a future now, and I never had one before. You know, and now I care, and and I've been cleaning it up with drugs and alcohol for some time. But now I'm like, okay, now I want a family and a woman and this and that and a house and like to grow up and do this the thing. Yeah, and I think that's hard. What I think that's I, what we're doing. We're growing up. Yeah, I just still feel like a fucking high school student while wants to get fucked up, and you know, and it's weird because it's like it's it gets old. You're not. It's not sustainable. Even Ron White got fucking sober. It's not. <laughs> who other than Mick Jagger and Willie Nelson, who does it work out for? <laughs> They're all fucking dead, man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's uh yeah, definitely. But I but I feel like it's cool that you realize that at, at your own time cuz I was scared for a long time that I was like like that like I was like damn, I was fucking I don't want to go back to high school, but I feel like I, my mindset never really changed. Like, I still want to get fucked up every weekend. Like, and there'll be times where, like, I'm coming down from, like, a bender, and I'll be like, will I ever change? You know, like, am I going to be a piece of shit for the rest of my life? And then eventually you start to make the turn, and you realize it is growing up. You know, not everybody does it at the same time. I feel like a lot of people before had to do it. You know, like, the g- different generations went to different shit or whatever. Obviously, we're more of a softer yeah generation we, or whatever so it takes us a little bit longer there's a lot of more older losers and shit <laughs> but but we're doing it though you feel me like we're we're doing we're, it. we made it through the fucking little people like and you are aware of it and you do want it and once again yeah. that's 90 percent of the battle right hell there yeah, to want yeah. it yeah because nobody can do it but you i could tell you to quit cocaine but ain't nobody gonna do that but you yeah you know that shit that's the devil like because it's like you, we could really be talking right here if i didn't want to do it i'll be like dude don't care like I'm gonna go do a bump in your own bathroom right now when before I leave, you know. Yeah. But it's like I don't. I want to now, so it's like, they take the advice differently. You know, you actually yeah, you, em- you, embrace it. You're like, damn. I when motherfuckers would tell me things, I'm like, I hate that I know you're right. You know. Yeah. You just like, oh, I didn't want to hear that. Yeah, that was I'm me enjoying at the, this. Me at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, Ooh. exactly. Yeah. You know, you're like, fuck you, doctor, and they're like, no, we're saving you, bro. <laughs> yeah. We are saving your life. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, you know, it just, it just takes another person to wipe your ass to make you change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was embarrassing as fuck, bro. This girl, bro, this girl, I was in the hospital because I shit myself a lot. Like, I'm lactose and I'm fat. My diet's not the best, obviously. So I do have a lot of accidents. But I was at the hospital, bro. And this girl, like, the girls had, like, pulled up my Instagram, the nurses and shit. So they damaged, because I told them I was a comic, so they looked me up. 
They found me and shit. So then, obviously, you know, they came back in. They're like, oh, you're going to get us the free tickets, whatever. I was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I got you. I'm going to hook you up, little, whatever, you know. And then I was like, can you guys help me stand up real quick? Because I felt, like, uncomfortable laying down. And they helped me stood up. But I made so much force when they were helping me. So, like, I had, like, three bitches holding me up. I fucking shit myself a little. <laughs> and it was crazy because it, it was like... Uh, <laughs> Now that's a good poop story. <laughs> but, but shit on three women. But it's because it wasn't like it just it wasn't like shit didn't just come out. It was like my my butt did like a clap. Like it was just kind of like a quick fart. You know when you do a quick fart and just yeah real quick. It was like that, but wet. It was a splatter. Yeah. So bro, I looked back those. and it was just. I was like my fault. <laughs> I can't. Let me my know. Bad, if let bad. me know if y'all still want the tickets. <laughs> like, oh, we're gonna bring somebody to clean you up right now. And that was even more embarrassing because I wish. They would have just pretended not to fucking see that shit. Yeah. They're like, I, they're, they're, you're like, I'll give you tickets and a meal for that one. Bro. <laughs> you get extra. I shit myself <laughs> twice at the hospital. That's the worst part. Like, both different. Like, in the ICU, I shit myself. And then in the more down level besides the ICU, I also shit. Like, the, the room that you're about to get out and leave to, I shit myself, bro. And it was... They're like, like, you're leaving. You're supposed to be good now. What you pooping for? Why does this dude keep shitting? <laughs> Stop shitting on the floor, does sir. That, does that have anything to do with heart failure? Like, no. It's yeah, not like, a... that's for the hospital bill. Yeah, oh, God, for real, bro. That's for the shitty food you guys gave me all week. Yeah, that's for all that sugar. Give me a vegetable, motherfucker. Bro. They just give you fruit cups in that place. Bro, they got me addicted to fucking vanilla pudding. That was the best. God damn. Yeah, I forgot how good pudding is. Yeah. It's good. Snack yeah, because nobody ever buys that, snack, you know? Yeah, dude, you grow up and you're like, I don't want a snack pack. And then you have one, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. That shit is good. I remember that. Jello pudding is the shit. I want the brown, white, brown. You know what I mean? <laughs> the Walin. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to talk. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, Wait, wait, wait. No poopy. Okay, I got a good poop story. We're doing the poop story a little soon. How, how long we been rolling? 43 minutes. Okay, yeah. Looks like we're doing. I'd have a poop question at the end, but we're oh, doing, I got enough no, stories. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do poop for another forty-five. Yeah, dude, I had a little lady over. She's sweet, and we've been dating and shit. And uh, she wore my boxers, you know, as pajamas to walk around. And I woke up, and dog, I found a fucking turd on the boxers, bro. We'll insert photo here. Look at this. Look at that. What the fuck? And I thought, well, insert here. I thought old girl shit my boxers and left like a turd. And I was like, I finally met my soulmate. There she is. <laughs> no, but it ended up being my cat vomited a hairball and they look like turds. Because oh. I was like, I was inspecting it and I was like, it doesn't smell. Her poop doesn't smell. What is this? You left the lane yeah, there yeah, for a yeah, couple yeah. days yeah, just yeah. to see it? Like, it is like, and then uh, it was my cat, and my cat bamboozled. And then I texted her, and she's like, "Oh my god, I didn't read the text. I just saw the boxers." And she questioned her existence. She's like, "I thought I shit your boxers, because that's what it looks like." That's hilarious. And she's, it was a cat. It was a cat. Oh, whoopsie daisies. That's funny, bro. She shit. I mean, she didn't shit. The cat puked. But boy, we both thought, yeah. What else, man? Sorry, carry help me help me carry my podcast. No, nah, um, man. There was this girl who took a shit in a hotel room two weeks ago. I was with first night, and I was like, "Bitch, you crazy as fuck!" Like, she she had she's I had Thai food before, 
We fucked, and then uh, she's like, I'm going to take a shit. I was like, all right, cool. I was staying at the hotel because my uncle doesn't have AC. So I got a room for like two days Yeah, just to be in the AC. But I met her at the ice house, so she came back with me. And uh, she dropped a fat-ass shit, bro, and I forgot about that shit. Like, like she took her shit and then went to sleep. And then I went to the bathroom to like do a bump of coke. And when I walked in, that shit hit me in the face. I was like, like what the fuck? Crazy ass bitch. But that was not even my shit story to tell. But that shit that's good though. It's some. It's funny because I don't care. But also like, how about a match? You know, yeah. let's keep some romance alive. No, of course. I know I'm a dumb guy and I'm farting and shit. But it's like something coming out of a pretty lady. It just hits different, y'all. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah. damn, bitch. Like, you, like, cra- you, know, you got no respect for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you do respect me so much that you took a shit. It's weird. It's like, I love it, but also like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a complex world we live in. <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit was cool, but don't do that shit again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you... If it's that bad, you go to the lobby. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go too. This is the no. Because <laughs> like when somebody takes a shit in the green room, like, come on, brother, what exactly, the you know, bitch? We live in right here, right now. What you the better fuck? be headlining. That better be sold out. <laughs> yeah. Fucking openers bombing the green room. Dog. Go to the Gen Pop like, toilet. When the features cousins in the green room, and now he takes his shit, like, bro, yeah, who the fuck you think you are? Like, yeah, get the fuck. It took me ten years to get this shit, and you're duking it up. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Go shit out there in the I lobby. Bathroom is for pisses and bumps only. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you tricked me. You tricked me. Like Craig's back. <laughs> Fist bumps. What? Uh, <laughs> no, that's weird. That's weird. I'd rather take the key bump. Uh, pisses and bumps. Pisses. Yeah. No more bumps bro we'll get it we'll get you now nah, we're done man. you believe in ghosts uh-huh oh fuck what nah I'm, you got nah, a ghost no nah, i don't i don't but i was wanting to ask somebody that no i uh I, you know i don't like the name i would just say energy or spirits oh, okay ghost sounds scary i don't like that that's why i got crosses and i keep buying archangel michael i'm like protect me for yeah, bro, like, uh, there's a part of me that's an adult, but there's a part of me as a kid. Like, I'm scared of the dark. Like, sometimes in hotels, I sleep with the light on and shit, bro. How are you scared of the dark, but you don't believe in ghosts? That's why I'm scared of the dark. What's yeah, but that's why I say I'm not, that's why I'm saying I don't believe in ghosts, so I'm not scared later at night. You're just manifesting it? Yeah, yeah like, they're like, not real. Yeah, I'm not, they're not real. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I don't fuck with that shit, bro. Yeah, bro. But deep down, I don't fuck with that shit at all. Like, I don't, that shit's scary. Like, I don't fuck with scary shit, though. Like, in movies. I'll turn that shit off. Yeah, me neither. It's yeah. off. I don't yeah. fuck with that. I don't need help. I don't need help going down. I do that very well myself. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, and you know when I found out it was okay to be not be to be scared of movies? I was with my homeboy who's the same age as me, and we came to LA. We were visiting, and we got a double hotel bed, you know, on a room. And then, like, we were watching TV, and I don't know where Insidious started. And I watched like 10 minutes of it. I was like, I'm going to turn that bullshit off. And my boy was like, hell yeah, turn that shit off. Turn that shit that off. shit's scary <laughs> as fuck. I can't do that shit. I won't sleep that night. I'll no. be like, dog, you awake? Okay. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> fuck that. I'm a fist bump. Uh. I remember when I was like in seventh grade, I had a sleepover. And I had to turn the closet light on. And everybody was calling me a bitch. <laughs> and that shit went back to school, bro. Like I had to fight like three motherfuckers over that shit. <laughs> They were like, oh, That's my nightlight, bitch. Can't scare of the dark. I had to fight him in the bathroom and shit. I was like, man, fuck you. I got nightlights everywhere, bro. I got nightlight in my bathroom, yeah. in the living room, in my bedroom. Yeah, I'm gonna I don't. Ha- I don't have my cats. Don't judge me. I don't have to fight them for it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like pussy. 
<laughs> no, I'm not the. You're the pussy. That was a dad joke. <laughs> are you? So where are you based out of now? Are you still just Chicago, San, San Fernando Valley, bro? I moved out here. I, uh, I, uh, yeah, left my apartment. I had I, I was doing both for a while just because I was renting a room out here, which was like you know for five hundred bucks for my uncle and shit. It wasn't nothing. So I was like, all right, I'll be able to pay my rent over there and then come over here. But eventually, man, you need to be out here. Like, there's, there's like, too I was much getting, action. Yeah, I was getting like I was like I was uh, getting spots like at the like with Martin Romini at the store. So I was like, bro, like you know, I me mean, being a comedy fan, I was like, the fuck, like I got a spot at the store. Like I need to be in LA. How what the fuck am I doing here in Chicago? So eventually, you know, I let go of my apartment. I, I ended my lease, and uh, I just made the the the, the change full time here. Now we're on the road a lot, like um, every weekend basically. So it's hard to do spots out here during the week, but. Right now, like this past month, I was here all, all, all month, and I was able to do some spots, network. I mean, you know, do I mean even doing stuff like this, just because I'm showing face at the clubs and other people get to see you perform. So I'm kind of living the whole. The no, because ca- I knew about you from the internet and what you just said. Uh, 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 sorry to interrupt, but like oh. I I saw you murder in the lab, and then I saw you murder in the main room at the improv, and immediately I was like, I'm getting you on my pod, fool. You were cracking me the fuck up. The lab show was weird, huh? That was a weird one. I went dark though. I made a mistake, but it was a weird crowd, and uh, but that improv one was cracking. The one we were both were on. That one was fun, that one man. Was fire. Yeah. The lab gets a little weird. It's a little. It's hit or miss. But the main room's fire, and and just exactly that. Like just like. I always thought you were funny, but then seeing you murder like that, I was like, I gotta get this full on my pod, bro. Appreciate that shit, man. Yeah, it's it's a. I love doing spots because it's like uh, it's outside of your, your fan base, you know. So it's like you got to see really like because sometimes you start doing like the Latino stuff too much, you lean into that shit. Like I never want to be that guy. You feel me? Like yeah, I want to be like you. Like nobody knows you're Mexican. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like, I tell them every time they're like bullshit. Yeah, you know I want to be like that. So yeah, to be able to do those spots is fucking. I mean, to me, like I'm still taking it all in, bro. Like I'm only a student of the game, and I'm a fan. How of How long shit. you been in the game? Um, this this year was my fifth year with with COVID and everything. You know, we didn't do shit that year, so. Oh, bro, no, you're so ahead of the game. You're already headlining five years in and selling out. You you you're on you're on your fucking way. We'll just get rid of that goddamn devil's dandruff, yeah. and you'll be a millionaire and healthy, and <laughs> you're good, doggy. And the good thing is too, like like we were talking about addictions. Like I got addicted to this too. Like I'm addicted to this. Is a good addiction. This will help you replace the bullshit. Yeah. Because without a healthy addiction, I mean, I'm being real honest, none of us stand a chance. Like yeah. you need a replacer. Yeah. And I always told people, like people always ask me, like um, like how how much do you like stand up? Like the my worst night in stand up is better than my best night on coke. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. So I I I love it so much that I just want to stay. Hungry, say thirsty, stay, you know, keep my pen hot, cause this is this is the moment where a lot of people kind of like, oh, I'm, I got it, you know, and it's like I don't want to never be that guy. I only want to learn as much as I can. Do I mean do these type of things, you know? Sorry, I was late. I was late, you know, my bad. Oh no, it's all good. But but like I never want to be that guy that's like doing shit whenever he wants. Like I want to just learn and and take in as much as possible. No, that's a so good. Thank attitude. you for having me. Man. That's what keeps you sharp. That's what keeps you humble. Hell yeah. And yeah, the shit fucking, yeah, God will humble your ass real quick with that shitting on them nurses, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Put me right back in that motherfucker. You're like, oh shit. Yes. <laughs> My bad, God. But that, 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 and that's comedy too, like, cause I was doing, uh, 
Just the 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 last week before I went to, I went to the hospital on Friday, but on Tuesday I did my last few spots before I canceled the rest. And I did a spot at 8 p.m. at the at the Ice House, and then I did a 10 p.m. spot at the Laugh Factory on Tuesday. Well, the 8 p.m. show was sold out, mostly Latinos. Like I fucking murdered, bro. And then I went into the spot at the Laugh Factory and I ate shit, bro. <laughs> I ate shit, and it's like. That's why I love comedy because, like, man, I was on my way there. I was like, man, I'm a fucking, like, I'm the, I'm, I'm him, bro. I am so Like, I'm funny. him. <laughs> and then you go and you get fucking humbled real quick. And it's like, that's the game, man. You got to come in, like, oh, in different ha- rooms. Yup. Different, you know, you got to read the room. You got to, you're not just going to go up there and do, you know, cocaine jokes and everybody's going to love them. Like, no, read the room, you know. So that's why I like having range and shit, but. But it, but it is humbling still, and I love and I love that shit. I love being humble. It is the best. Yeah. I, I I just that happens too often too. You're just like on cloud fucking nine, King Kong, and then just like nope. You're like, did, did this thing? Is this on? Is this working? Like that bit, but it's not a bit. You're just like, I don't know what happened. I said the same thing over there. Murdered here. I'm an asshole. I don't understand it. And that feeling is it becomes very uh. You never get, you never, you never come com- become comfortable with that feeling, but it's very addicting because you even, even as an open micer, you might have a good show, you know, you do a showcase and then you're like, well, fucking, I did, I murdered, and let me go do a mic, and then you go do a mic and you eat shit, and it's just like, man, I could have ended off my night on a good note, but I came and fucked it up. I feel like you never. I'm get done rid with of- that nonsense. Yeah. Like if, oh yeah, if I have a good one and there's a not so good one, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. I've learned that lesson too many times of being here. And then I don't mind being humble, but if I can go to bed positive, no, no, I, I'm no, choosing I, positive. I, I'm saying sometimes you don't have the option because sometimes we're booked on two shows. I got you, got you. But, got but you. doing an actual showcase, yeah. And then having that happen is just like fuck, man. Like I, I thought I was gonna have a double decker, you know? Yeah. Like, and then, but I mean, I'm, this and these are for the one nighters, you know. Obviously, we don't want to, we don't want to start a pattern and shit. Like, yeah. But there's just every every once in a while you get those and it's just like fuck and I had it on Tuesday, and there was I needed that shit though because it was like, all right I was on a fucking roll like I was I was I was doing a few of the improvs, I was fucking killing shit but I needed that shit and then I went to the hospital so I was like I definitely needed that also, but it felt good yesterday being back on stage at Liberty Live bro, fucking it was sold out, oh my god bro it was just kind of like I felt like a fucking. Like, I was, like, reborn, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just being able to be on stage and do your craft, like, healthy. Because you found the thing you're meant to do. Hell, yeah, man. That's I love that is. shit, man. I love that shit so much. And we can have a real sobriety talk after this shit if you want. Or right here. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, want. we could talk about it. I mean, we can yeah, I will do it because I know I struggle with it still, and I'm, I'm 10 years off narcotics. Uh, here's my general advice to any motherfucker that is seeking sobriety. I'm just using use for example. It's if you're into cocaine and your friends are doing cocaine, you need to get rid of your, your friends, or you need to tell them I'm done with cocaine. And if they honor that, they're still a friend. And if they try to push it on you, and they're and and you told them I'm done, that ain't a friend, bro. You got to change your circle. I was so afraid of that because my whole life was all druggies. I sold drugs. I was friends with all the drug dealers. It was the whole thing. And I quit. And I'm like, who do I hang out with? I then found comedy. So I replaced my druggy circle, and 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 with comedy, and then you and then the the the, the never-ending struggle of replacing it with healthy shit, which is hard, you know, because I like the 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 shit. I like, you know, it's fun to run from police and this and that. It's exciting. So getting uh, addicted to healthy hobbies as opposed to 
that's it, man. And 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 just praying to God and 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 or whatever source Buddha Allah, and just saying like I that serenity prayer, like I, you know, I can control what I can control. Anything out of my control, I'm fucking that. Yeah, that's my whole shit. It's just hard, dude. It's fucking hard, dude. Yeah, but I want to do it, so I think that. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah, I got too real there. I just got sad too. Ah, like, oh, but that's I not. Like, I, I don't want to be sober anymore. Need, as I'm giving you a speech, nah. I'm being sober. <laughs> Shit is lame as fuck, man. Just like, fucking with fucking won't get fucked up. Ain't making anymore. <laughs> nah, fuck. man. Nah, man. We're doing it though, man. We're fucking. You gotta do it though because you know, like, man, but everybody you're dies, dude. It's fucking crazy. But man. you're a huge influence too. For you know, there's a lot of people out there that look up to you. Because you're sobriety and they're like, fuck. Like, Because you. you're fucking cool as fuck. Like, you look like you're still fucking I know. deep in drugs. You <laughs> <really> like, <laughs> so you can look like it, but you don't have to be on it. You, you don't got to do heroin or coke or whatever your shit is. <laughs> yeah, I'm just tired of friends dying, families dying, people in jail. It's fucking awful, dude. They just overdosing like motherfuckers. And I don't want to talk about it because it's just so sad. But I want to talk about it because let's save some fucking souls, you know? Hell yeah. Anyway, let's talk about farts. Let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, let's man. get out of here. Too it. serious. Yeah, yeah. That's our TED talk right there. <laughs> we'll get back to it. That's um, right. That's it. Um, hang on. Let me get some more. <laughs> I had a gang of notes. Uh, for my soul. Oh, that's the caca stain right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's the caca stain. I be taking podcast notes because I, I, uh, you got to man. You gotta keep the bulletins and stuff. Bullet points. That's what I do. I don't, except I read my own notes and I never understand them. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy talking about? What the fuck is this? Shit? <laughs> What happened this week? It's fucking nothing, man. Nothing. Give a shit nothing about I want to talk about anymore. Right. This seemed like such great ideas <laughs> at the time. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is funny because I laughed at fucked up shit, and I was on the plane mm. high, and I was laughing at an old man crawling up stairs into an above ground pool. And you just see him slowly, like, fall the wrong way. And you're like, fall forward. <laughs> I lost my shit, bro. I'm head noise-canceling headphones. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone around me starts laughing. Like, what are you laughing at? But you mean, he's kind of fucked up. Like, this old guy just totally broke his head and hip. <laughs> and then the, the, the flight attendant, stewardess lady, she came up. And she's like, what is it? I must know. And I showed her. And she got, like, a real fucked up look on her face. Like, why are you laughing at that? And then I felt bad about what I'm laughing at. I'm like, don't put your shit on me. You asked. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. <laughs> you just see him. We'll, we'll insert the link in the clip here. Damn, dog. I'll show it to you. See if you think it's funny. I hope I can find it. I should have copy and paste. I love it. fucked up shit, bro. It's I love, funny, bro. Bro, I be laughing at some fucked up shit. Like on Twitter, you gotta be careful, bro. Cause it be videos of people dying, and I be laughing. Yeah, that one. I be low. like, I don't think that fool made it, dog. Fuck. Or like when people like climb electric poles and start dancing, and then they get shocked. It's like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck were you expecting? Like, what? You got toasted. Um, I uh, I gotta stop watching that shit. Cause there'll be shootings and shit. But, like, if somebody breaks in somebody's house and they get shot, I, I don't know why I'm like, yeah, that's what you get. Yeah. That, I know that's crazy, though. But he did go into their home 
Anyways, here's the video. Reason. Watch this shit. See if you think that's fun. He's gonna insert it. Fuck. Um. Oh, what happened? This card. I'm exiting the camera. Let me see if it brings you joy. Yeah, he, he went right the through them. Why the <laughs> fuck doesn't he fall we'll in the pool? Bro, he could have just saved himself so much fucking pain falling into the pool. I I've been watching that on repeat. It's gotta be like a brain lag <laughs> when you get old. I've been watching that on repeat. Like when you get old, your brain's like, eh, you know, what I'm saying? It's just like tweak Forward. out. <laughs> That's why it's so funny to me. If he just leaned in, and if he chose love and not fear, the love was the pool and safety and maybe a scratch. Behind him was six stairs in the floor. She and went a motherfucker like that though. You don't even know what's safe or not. He probably would have fell in the pool and drowned. Yeah, I know. There's no winning. Fuck. It was Obama's chef. Hey. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> That's dark. That's dark. Anyways, um, Namaste. No. <laughs> Was, I had more notes, but that was the only one worth talking about. I ain't looking at my <laughs> nah, fucking man, phone and good, this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, but I, also, I get in my head a lot. I was like, I didn't mean to be preachy, but... Nah, yeah. man, I appreciate everything you said to it's me. It's all out of love and respect. It's not... It's never a place of, I told you... It's like, no, I understand way too well. Yeah, I feel because like we understand each other, too, like... I, and this is not even as comics, but more as junkies. Yeah. Like, you, you feel... I don't, I don't know about you, but, like, I got friends that think certain shit's funny, too, that's not to me on a different level. Like, I'll watch a motherfucker die on your phone, and I'll laugh my ass off. But sometimes there's... My, my friends will watch videos of, like... I don't know if you've ever seen these kids. Like, they're, like, some people that go and they interview junkies, and they kind of, like, almost do it in a mocking way of, like, how'd you end up being homeless? Or some, some of them are called, like... um something uh crackheads something some, i don't know but it, but like every time i see those videos of like them interviewing like people who are going through a hard time i never find that funny i always find it kind of and i never got to that point in my life but i was almost almost like feel them and like i, no, can I see always it. sympathize with them. i'm like hey man you don't know his story what happened you yeah. don't know <laughs> yeah 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 bro. what's his side it, be, it gives me a real uh i guess a real tender spot for people who are homeless because of drug use sometimes, you know? Yeah. It makes me sympathize more, but maybe... Because I realized I could have been them. I think yeah. that's what it is. Or I, I, that's how yeah. I feel. I was like, dang, I wasn't that far off. Yeah. I had a loving system and a th shout out to mama and unconditional yeah. love because without that, I probably would have. Because that daddy yeah. would have been like, uh-uh, yeah. uh-uh, you're crazy, dude. You're tweaker. You're going to take my guns and my money and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you know. and He's I, not I, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, respect. I respect. You, I, you know damn well I would have. I'm, I'm a piece of shit, boy. But, um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I feel like, uh, so I'm not saying drugs made me a better person, but... <laughs> It kind of changes your perspective a they little bit. They can in the sense of out of bad can come something good because the drugs may have woken you up to then become 
form like Voltron and be a phoenix rising right. from the ashes. But then if you lose your kids, your house, your teeth, it's not, you know, you, yeah. you got to get out. You got to get out. Yeah, man. I was shit. starting to, I know you talk about the losing the tooth. Yeah. I was getting to that fucking point, bro. My shit. I got little teeth, but my gums are starting to fucking. It'll get you. Her itch. I was fucking. They were bleeding and shit. I, we'll get yeah. you some coconut oil. We'll yeah. Get I'll get my shit back in order, bro. <laughs> yeah, we got you, bro. All right. I think that's it. We'll do a couple more poop stories since you got so many. A good one, man. That shitting on the nurses was fire. <laughs> oh man, that one, it was bad though, man. And then uh, the, the worst part was the second time I shit myself. They were, it was lunchtime, so they're like, "Oh, you, we're gonna pick you up so you can eat." And I was like, "Nah, like, don't touch me right now." I <laughs> no, I got it. No pressure. No added pressure. And I told him I was like, can "You guys just cut through my boxers, and I'm gonna just take them off, wipe my ass with them, and uh, throw it out." I got another. I had. Another, I, had I literally brought a box of boxers to the hospital because i knew how much i shit myself and um like renee brought it for me shout out my boy renee Baca. and uh and, and then they were like nah we could just we don't want to cut them we'll just take them off and, like they're expensive boxers i was like bro don't i don't give a shit like cut them i don't want you guys to wipe my ass like i don't want you they're like nah we'll just take them off so then i have fucking like two girls taking off my fucking boxers like with full of shit in them and then um <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking it's like a, I feel like a changing baby like they were changing a baby you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm like wah they fucking they fucking took them off they cleaned my ass and I was like I'll just clean myself they're like nah we got it it's like a fucking I was like bitch I wanna do it like but they were they did it you know I was like whatever and after that they I wanted to go to the bathroom and take a shit like to finish taking the shit and they wouldn't let me they're like nah because like your blood clots you need to do it right here so they made me just take a shit in one of those like chairs like a it's like a fucking kid porter party too they man. needed the same I, I had to help my with my mom and my grandma we had that chair the bucket chair yeah the bucket yeah. chair bro but it was like not stopping bro like i was shitting bro like i was scared that the shit was gonna you filled up the bucket i was scared it was gonna fucking like start like i was like a you ever change a car oil like when you know you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. get all the oil out like it's like you gotta be careful with that motherfucker yeah. like it was that much shit bro like i was like yo my bad you feel me like i need the five gallon what is this yeah, three gallon like, like, what is what this the, pussy boy shit they brought me the this sampler America, you bring me the five gallon bucket <laughs> i needed I'm that pooping. shit i already shit on three nurses you think this is a game Bro, it, it was it was it was bad. Like I know they hated me. Every time they put my sheets down on the bed, because my sheets got changed out like eight eight times, they would just put like um. You ever seen those uh like when when you get a puppy and you gotta put like the pee -pee pads? Poo -poo pad. They're yeah, they're, yeah. Putting, they're putting shit pads on my bed. You just got a tarp from Home Depot. <laughs> Bro, get the tarp. Get for the real, bro, car cover and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> they gotta be get careful. the barbecue cover, <laughs> bro. They got mad, bro. They got mad at me for sure for shitting everywhere. But that's that's just who I am. I've always, I've always shat myself. I shit myself at work all the time when I, when I mean I don't work no more. But do you know when, about torpedoes? No. Nah. What my family calls torpedoes? What's, what's that? It's the it's the paper towel wadded up in the shape of a torpedo, and you put one in your butt crack to help for skid marks. That's what my family calls torpedoes. Nah, I ain't doing that. And growing up, I always found little torpedoes all over what the floor. The from all over head. the floor? Yeah, not all over, but uh, they be like one or two you. here and there every now and again. It wasn't like covered. Let's be clear here. My this family slightly. We're not that disgusting. That's a torpedo right? pile. Watch out, yo. <laughs> 
<laughs> You're like, I have my limits. <laughs> I only shit on nurses. <laughs> Bro, Dude, I that's should, so fun. I used to lease apartments, and my boss one time he brought me a fat ass bag of candy for to give out for Halloween. But bro, like I live, I, I, it was a, like a real estate office. Nobody's gonna come trick or treat there, yeah. so I was fucking eating all of them, bro. And I ate all the fucking chocolates. And then um, on Hallow, like, well, that was all morning Halloween. And then like around four thirty, when the kids got out of school and started trick or treating, I had already finished all the fucking candy. <laughs> and in one of them, the kid uh, he buzzed the he buzzed the door, so I went up to get it. And when I went up to get it, I shit myself it was, like bad because it was all the dairy from the chocolate. Yeah. Bro, like, there's like a line of kids at the door. They were all trick or treating, and I was like, "Ah, it's no candy, bro. It's no candy." And then the, there was, but there was a sign at the door that said "Ring Buzzard for Candy," and I just kept saying, "There." So I just looked like a fat ass, like, <laughs> but I had ate it all, but but I still had shit myself. You're like, look at me, kids. God's punished me, me bro, right bro. now for what I did. And like the kids were like, "Well, just come here and talk to us." Like, but I didn't want to walk up because I had, like, bro, You're like, uh, uh-uh. I got shit all over my back. You feel me? Like, I was tucking in my shirt because it was business attire so like the shit instead of like going you know up my, it just went up my shirt up my back for <laughs> it was a lot of sh- i shit myself a lot bro wow that's fantastic <laughs> it's not man it's the worst actually sometimes you it really, is the worst yeah my uncle be shitting a lot he shit at this uh sanctuary in mexico <laughs> they locked the bathroom on oh. him so he just shit on the uh, shit on it oh my God. <laughs> he's like i'm out of here he's crazy bro I ain't yeah. naming them. I got a lot of uncles. It's nobody. And you learn. Nobody too. knows who you are, right. but I do. <laughs> when you got when you on cocaine too, you shit a lot because a lot of it is covered with laxatives. Yeah, I talked about that many a times, and most of my adult shitting stories is cocaine cut with baby laxatives. Yeah. Uh, uh, I shit at my dad's house in the white carpet, black liquid just left a stain. <laughs> I'm a grown man taking a shower at my dad's house. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? I don't live there, you know? Uh, I was like, I shit my pants. You got any carpet stain remover? <laughs> you got a problem in the bedroom there. I shit at my, I was a loan officer at American Home Loans. It was like casual Friday. I wore shorts and I had boxers. Same thing. Night before cocaine bender, baby laxative, shit down on my leg. Took a shower and in the sink, you know, booty wash. And, uh, and then uh, I carpooled my buddy, Jimmy, and, and he, he, he drove that day. But I had doo-doo. So I was like, yo, bro, let, I'm, I'm hungry. Let me go to lunch. I was going to go buy underwear and shorts. And he's like, no, we'll go together like we do every fucking day ever, all the time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm really hungry. You know, and he's like, no, fool, you're not getting my truck. Yeah. I was like, I shit my pants. I sh- and then he told the whole office and emailed everybody. Uh-huh. And I had skid marks, and I ended up quitting pretty quick. Fuck, bro. It's a shame, you know. You can't. You can't. I'm the poo-poo boy in that office. It's one thing amongst your family, but at an office, you know, comedy is fine. Bro, you, you just reminded me. You, you told the story about borrowing your friend's car. I remember I used to do that shit for lunch. Uh, some me and my boy we wouldn't go together, but I'll go half hour early so he'll let me borrow his car to go get some food. Cause you know when you're a fucking cokehead, you got no money for shit. I I was broke as fuck for like the last ten years of my life, and I remember this has nothing to do with shitting, but I remember being a nice guy like and also a cokehead how it fucked me. I I, I told my boy I was like let me borrow your car real quick I'm gonna get some lunch, and he's like cool, and I had like twelve dollars on me bro, and then I I asked my boss like an idiot I was like hey man I'm going to Popeyes you want anything, <laughs> and he said yeah. 
<laughs> the motherfucker got like a two piece and a like a. I remember the order. It was like a two piece chicken biscuit with a side of dirty rice. My total was like eleven fifty, bro. For him I, only. I brought him for lunch and I didn't eat shit that day. Oh man, you're not. <laughs> and he's like rich as fuck. He's a bank manager, bro. <laughs> I was working at PNC Bank. I was a teller, bro. But I was just. I mean, I was making okay money, but I was just so broke because I was. I get it, bro. On benders. But dude, that shit, like, I'll, I'll, every time somebody asks me a funny story, like, that one was hilarious to me because, like, I was on the way from the Popeye's drive-thru, like, just smelling that shit, like, fuck, that could have <laughs> been my lunch, but uh, because I asked him if he wanted anything, this motherfucker said like, yes. like, yeah, give me 20 bucks. Bro. Lunch. You know, and it was just, I was, I don't know, man, it was, that, that story is just funny to me. That is funny. You, you ever know, have those stories of like, being stupid broke? Like, Yeah, I, uh, same thing, usually drug-related, I i i didn't have tags on my car because whenever i would get money to pay for the car i would just go get a bag or whatever and do that instead yeah you know i didn't open my mail for two years i didn't even have sheets on my bed for two years it was just a gray outline it got real dark bro just drinking smoking sniffing whatever whatever just dark 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 days dark. i remember like taking ubers and not having enough money for the uber so i had to like walk until i could afford it oh shit, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. Oh, that's funny you're making me remember i remember uh cash advancing because the bank would la- allow you to text money into your account right in the app and be at the bar and and they go to charge i'm like hang on and then i'm like okay try now just for a beer yeah just to get a yeah. beer cash advancing for beer yeah and then what else? I Just, had all all the apps. Oh though. god! Get fifty dollars right now. I had all that <laughs> shit, bro. Earn it, Dave. I should be the one on the Dave commercials. Or expired credit cards, expired debit cards that didn't work. So I'd go to bars and be like, "Drinks on me!" And then I'd give them the card, but it didn't work. Oh. And then I'd just be drunken on cocaine and run. God what are they gonna damn. do? What are they gonna do? What are you gonna do? You gonna get anything? I ain't got nothing, bro. I'm a junkie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna get? My tooth? Uh, what are you gonna get? <laughs> Got him. Got him. <laughs> Anyways, that's bad behavior. Don't do that. But I'm just saying it was darkness. It's darkness. Now I believe in the law of cause and effect and karma and shit. I'm like, oh God, what do I gotta pay for all that shit? What do I gotta pay? <laughs> Fuck. I know, but it's okay. We do good. We're saving lives. We're doing comedy. We're helping these fuckers. Hell yeah. You know. I say that all the time. We're on the side of the angels. We bring joy. We laugh. We make people laugh. That's good. Hell yeah. So what if we may have shit on some hookers? No, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. <laughs> That's it, bro. I just love you, and I'm excited to see your future, and I'm very happy that you want to get sober, and that, and I'm proud of you, and, and it's respect, bro. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me, man. Otherwise, words, man, I take it in. And I'm going to embrace it, you know. And, and it's, uh, it's one day at a time, too. It's hard. Don't put pressure. Pressure's the enemy. It's yeah. okay. So you fuck up. Big whoop. Get back at it. Yeah. Big whoop. So what? You know, like some motherfuckers, I'll say one more knowledge thing. Like uh, the analogy, like I used to drink and smoke and sniff fucking daily. So much. All day, every day. And let's just say I relapsed like one time in five years. So I did cocaine one time in five years. I used to do it five times a day. That's still that's still good. But, you know, don't take it as like, oh, I fucked up my whole thing. Time to go down. Nah, you made one little whoopsie daisy. It's all good. On to the no big deal. You know, that's because I don't like the pressure sometimes in some sober communities. Like, don't you 
obviously don't because sometimes your life depends on it. But if you slip up, it's all right. Get fucking back up. Try that shit again. You'll win. You'll you'll get out. You know, it's hard and it takes time. And there's a saying in the community, like it takes ten years to get one year. It takes ten years of trying to get one year of actually being sober, because it's fucking hard, man. If it was easy, everybody would do it. It ain't. It ain't. And and but it's it's doable. I'm here. I'm proof. My cat's sober. Look at he's proof. <laughs> and yeah, that's my last little fucking uh, little preachy moment. But yeah, just you are funny as shit. And 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 I'm excited to to see all the things you do, man. Thank you, bro. Likewise, man. It's a pleasure seeing you blow up as well. Get the flowers you deserve. Congrats on the Comedy Central stuff, man. Thank you, bro. Yeah, that shit comes out in September. That's cracking right there. Hell yeah. We so, fucking winning, dog. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. God bless. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. And you know what it is. Peace and love, baby. That's right.